Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. So this is uh, this is round two after recording this episode last week. Unfortunately, it didn't pick up my voice. It only picked up Andrew's voice. Uh, I have no idea why that was. I tested it all out. But um, yeah, sorry about that, Drew. <laughs> no problem, mate. I'll, uh, I'll try and do this uh, podcast with the same enthusiasm as last time then. Thanks Let's a lot, mate. Thanks a lot. And it's like 7 p.m. In, in New York now, right? So you've had a busy day. Time, man. Exactly. Long day, lots of castings. And uh, ready for food now. I'm bed, so uh, I'm praying. Business, huh? cool. I'm praying you're a bit um, tired and agitated, so it makes me sound, uh, you know, more sophisticated. More <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Need all the help I can get, mate. Um, yeah. So just uh, obviously we're going to talk about CrossFit and high intensity training and stuff. Um, hopefully we can revisit some of the stuff we talked about um, yep. because we covered. I, it was a killer podcast. I don't mean to dwell on it, but I think that was a good <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> one of the better ones. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, let's just go into, obviously, I've done that video the other week about CrossFit and high-intensity training. And, um, you know, it, it got a lot of comments, a lot of uh, interactions from people because, ruffle some feathers, because obviously there's a lot of people out there now who are big into CrossFit and that kind of training. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it, like you said, I attacked them a bit, but it was just good fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, we, we both have um, good things to say about it as well, right, Drew? Because uh, You've um, sorry about this, mate. You're gonna have to regurgitate everything you said last time now. <laughs> well, let's just go into the re like, let's, let's ask you uh, a personal question like, what was the reason behind your video? Because a lot of people have said that it's been done, it's, it's been done before, you know, it's nothing new, it's, it's, it wasn't original. And their, their thought was that it, you know, you weren't educating them on it with any, any educational content, yeah, exactly. Um, so, what were you just doing it for likes, or yeah, or uh, no, no, I think. Yeah, I was actually trying to educate people as well, but yeah, it was more yeah. more a case of just like doing something different, because like mm. I wanna I wanna entertain, but obviously I wanna educate as well. But I think I just yeah. got carried away, and because I'm new to the video editing stuff, and it had to be all diced into one video, uh, one minute, yeah. sorry. Um, I think I just got carried away, just slating them uh, and swinging around, taking the mick out of kip pull-ups and stuff. You know what I mean? I just got carried away. But it's um, only a bit of fun, though, right? It's I think only a bit um, of fun in games. It kind of proves that. Like this isn't, you know, disrespect to CrossFit, but sometimes, you know, some of some of these um, uh, fitness identities are kind of like a religion, right? So, mm. kind of like a cult. You're kind of pissed on their religion basically by going after them, and then people came after you. Now, for me, like I see stuff on the internet that um, pisses me off every day, but I don't comment on those videos. Mm. It's going to make you a very bitter person if you're constantly commenting commenting on videos that offend you. Sure. And that's what's happening there you know so I'm not, I'm not sure what your thoughts are on that they could have kind of seen it laughed it off and, and known and been secure that CrossFit was the best type of training for them absolutely and just moved on so yeah that's a good point yeah because I, I try I, actually it's after you you gave me the advice you said um, you don't go on your phone now in the mornings or generally you don't mm. go on your phone when you get up you have like a certain routine you stick to and you try not to go on your phone because it can sort like for example you could you could be a devout CrossFit fan you could, yeah. first thing you see, you open, imagine that, first thing in the morning, you go on your Instagram, yeah. first thing you see is me swinging around, taking a mick out of kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an orangutan taking a mick you out of kid. You said you're for a bad kid. day, right? <laughs> Those long arms and long cotton bud legs, mate. Yeah, exactly, mate. That's it, Take, taking the mick out of um, kid pull-ups. And then, obviously, if you're, if you're a, you know, a bit, if you're Catholic about, um, or should I say you're a religious Catholic, sorry about that. Don't go, no, well, don't go religions, mate. You're going to have more back now. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting nowhere here, mate. No, um, yeah, like if you're religious about something like that, you see someone taking the mick out of here, the first thing you've saw is something that's, you know, like rolled you up the wrong way. 
because you're taking it personal, right? So it's down to the individual, as you said. Like, yeah. we can look through stuff like that, and it might get to us a little bit, you know, certain things we see on the feed. But the second you get involved and start commenting, you know, you're going to, boom, stress levels go through Plus, the roof. When you're, you're arguing with someone online, you have plenty of time to argue, right? Go back and forth. So exactly. it's, it's never going to be resolved anyway. anyway. You can have a good discussion about it like we are now, and we'll give our, our pluses and our negatives on CrossFit as well. Definitely. And on our intensity training, as we do. 100%. Um, we're not going to slate it um, 100%. No, we'll just we'll just give our views and, and see what you guys think as well, you know. That's right. So talking about our views, you've had uh, a little dabble in CrossFit yourself. You were doing it quite regular for a while, back in the UK uh-huh. when you were living there. And yeah. um, what was your experience with CrossFit? Um, I had um, a decent experience with it, mate. But I think I was just doing it at the wrong time. I think like I was just at the, at the point I was doing it. I was doing it twice a week. I'd imagine. Yep. Um, I was also rugby training twice a week. Um, I was playing rugby on the weekends. I was still doing bodybuilding and strength training. So for me, I was just it was just a silly time to do it. Yeah, of course. Um, but when I when I did it, I felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie lie to you about it. But there were times where I felt horrendous at the end of the session. Where um, I'm not going to bag on bad coaches, but one one coach was was just. His sessions were too long and too extreme, and I was coming out with migraines at the end of the session because I know that I'm going to put my all in. That's the mm. problem. Like I'm going to go 110 percent, and that was a silly thing from my behalf. Like if I'm if I want want to go if I was going to go into it again, like I would learn how to do it well and learn how to do it efficiently and treat it as a sport yeah, rather exactly. than kind of chasing the ache and overplaying the intensity all the time. And that's what, where I was going wrong with it. Exactly. It was also exactly. at the time I was doing. Uh, paleo diet as well, which is probably, you know, it's a, it can be a good diet for some people, but I probably needed to increase my carbohydrate intake, especially with all the activity I was doing around that as well. Yeah. I was probably putting my body in a worse state than what it needed to be, so. Absolutely. On top of the hours you're working as well, obviously, in the gym and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I was just going to brush over my experience with CrossFit. Um, yeah, because I dabbled in it for a bit as well, for probably for about two months, and that was um, that was a good few years back now. And I was doing like, what I noticed really is I, I noticed I, I lost a little bit of muscle, which at the time was like catastrophic for me because uh, I was so hung up on, on how I looked and stuff. Whereas nowadays it's like I'm not too, you know, I'm not um, obsessed per se about, about how I look. Obviously I do care about how I look, but as, as we've mentioned many a times before, it's more about how we feel and health now. And, uh, you know, the physique is a byproduct. But with CrossFit, I was doing it. I lost a bit of muscle. Um, I was, I'm, like yourself, mate, I'm really, really competitive as well. Obviously, we both come from, like, a sporting background or whatever. So we both got that um, instilled into us. So I was competing, going health lever. And um, I remember saying to you, I think I'd done this, I'd done this one. I, I started kind of losing interest a bit. I was finding it a bit, like... It was it was enjoyable because I was pushing myself and stuff, but I was still finding it a bit like I don't know just the sheer amount of reps I was doing on certain things. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't finding it. I, f- I found I adapted in a weird way. I don't know. I can't really explain it. But what I found is with the last uh, wad I don't know wherever it was workout of the day. I told you <laughs> I told you what it was, didn't I? It was like thirty double unders. Oh yeah, um, it was it was the other one you put in your video with the uh, the broomstick. Yeah, yeah, with a broomstick. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why it, it, I remembered. Um, right, it was right. skipping thirty double unders, right? So obviously jump twice over the rope thirty times. That's hard enough on its own. Yeah. Then into thirty power snatches. 
So yeah. as we said on the last episode now, um, which didn't take place, which didn't actually take place. So I don't know why I keep bringing it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> let we, we <laughs> let it go, let it go. No, but um, we were saying about um, yeah, about like for example a power snatch. It's an Olympic lift, right? It's uh, yeah. it's an advanced it's Olympic lift. That's it. How long would it take you, Drew, to master well, that? You know what I mean? Master it. Depends exactly. on the person, obviously, but to do it for intensity and over over time is just ridiculous, really. And that's that's kind of where the issue comes in, right? Mm. Yeah, and as you uh, said, like just started to interrupt. You said about um, treating it like a sport. Now, mm. you know yourself and um, sorry, me and you, we've obviously been active, always been fit and healthy. You know, like obviously um, we've always been played sports, and then we've been you know training in the gym for uh, X amount of time as well for years. Um, yeah. And we can jump into something like that being more prepared but obviously if someone's you were playing two sports essentially right because you were playing rugby league and you were yeah. doing crossfit on top of that but for a beginner right i mean to go straight into doing what we've just been talking about it's not always ideal but i know what's your thoughts on that as a as a novice level because a lot of people listening now are you know at that level i mean they just i think people approaching it with the wrong mentality and like they're ignoring their body signals and pushing to fatigue right like you would yeah. have been doing with uh, the snatches you were doing Yep. Um, and not focusing on form uh, and like quality of movement and adaptation. So the likelihood of you getting injured is huge. Mm. Like, you know, long term you're definitely going to get injured at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, you should treat it with that sporting mentality. But the, the issue is the people are probably coming, they're looking at guys in the CrossFit games. And they sat on their couch, sat on their asses, probably not doing any exercise. And the first thing they, they then go into cross, is CrossFit. Mm. That's the wrong place to start. That's that's down, down way down the other end of their training and their training approach. For sure. Uh, you were saying as well last time round, mate. You were saying about um, people in New York doing like the the high intensity stuff, you know, like CrossFit <laughs> and F45 and whatnot. And yeah. um, these kind of people, you were saying, are like the they want to be doing the opposite, right? They want to be learning how to yeah. stretch more, meditate, or whatever it is. Right? Give me an example. Yeah, go on. No, well, it, it is that extreme, isn't it? It's like one, you know, these people who are that mentality where they're doing CrossFit or they're doing F45 or they're doing high-intensity training, mm. they want to kind of meet in the middle with those people who are doing uh, yoga and meditation. So mm. kind of from the guys who are doing yoga and meditation, they want to maybe do some more not high intensity training, but for more, some, some more training with purpose. And those guys who are doing more high intensity training, who are doing, uh, who are working throughout the day, highly stressful jobs, not eating very well, not sleeping very well. They then need to look at these guys who are doing yoga, meditation, and then take little bits of what they are doing and add that to their daily routine. Exactly. That sense. In an ideal world, mate. Yeah, for sure. Like, and that's what we're all striving for, right? And that's the yeah. driver behind this. Uh, as I said, because Andrew and I have found a lot more balance in our lives uh, over the last few years since just educating ourselves. And I want to shout out the Mind Pump guys again, Mind Pump Media, if anyone's listening. That's that's the podcast that changed the game for Andrew and I. I mean, I didn't even, and i got to thank Andrew as well, because um, I didn't even know what a podcast was until Andrew told me about it, right? And now, thanks to you, buddy, I'm running my own my own show. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's just, just applying yourself and learning goes a long way, which is why you should... Just pay attention to what we're saying now about um, about the balance and stuff. And like, if you're someone listening to this, who has maybe an office-based job or a sedentary job, or um, you know where you're sat in front of a desk or whatever, um, and and just putting that aside, a, a stressful life in general. If your job is high, you got a highly stressful job, and you're working long hours, and you're not prioritizing your health, so you're not actually getting enough sleep. 
you know you're not you, you know you want you want to try and prioritize actually the simple things so if you're thinking all oh, right you know um maybe you're listening to this and you actually do that kind of training now like you know f45 crossfit or you know insanity style training and you're getting good results and you're enjoying it that's great um but as andrew was saying then long term later down the line I mean, I want to be looking after myself, lifting weights or whatever until the day I die, right? So doing something which is pounding the body, which essentially is what it's doing, although you're enjoying it, you're beating yourself up. Because like Andrew was saying before, like, um, you know, people are going into, they're getting hammered, right? They're going into the gyms there in New York, the high-intensity places, they're coming out in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're scraping them off the floor, mopping, the, mopping their uh, body parts off the floor, mate, and <laughs> scooping them out the door, you know? <laughs> That's exactly it. They just puke, get, get a bucket out, puke in the bucket, boot them out the door, see you next time. <laughs> get a sledgehammer, whack, strap it up, get out, see you next <laughs> Off you go, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> see you Tuesday. So, <laughs> so uh, okay. <laughs> So we went over the top a bit there, but you can see what we mean. Um, you, should, you know, if, if you've got a high-stress job and stuff like Andrew was saying, you know, it's, I can't, It's another stressor to the body. Training is a stressor, stressor to the body. Simply. Exactly. So, Explain that, though, because the body, because the, the body responds, right? So it's a good stress, right? If mm. you're doing it right, and yeah? Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah. So the body will adapt by, oh, in a way which is favorable. Like, if you're lifting weights, it'll build muscle because you're, you're because of the insult you're, you're, you're taking it through in the gym, right? And um, so I, w- I was just going to say then about, oh, I can't remember what I was saying then, but that's all right. Um, were you going to say something then? Help me out here. I'm not helping <laughs> out at all. Come on. <laughs> you can just cut an edit from the uh, previous podcast and put in some... Uh, oh, yeah. I don't even do need that. you now. I'll just talk to myself. A more intelligent, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but what but I that's will it. say, though, is, um, you know, when you're doing these, these high-intensity training sessions, right, and you're doing excess cardio and your calories are, are too low, your your energy throughout the day is going to be pretty poor, right? Mm. So you've got to think about, um, uh, it's kind of a catch-22 situation that you're, you're not going to be moving as much throughout the day. So if you go to one of these sessions in the morning, whether it be CrossFit or something else, or you even do your own high-intensity session in the gym, and you blast yourself as hard as you can to the point where you can't move, that means then your day is going to be less constructive, right? And you're not going to move as much. So your non, so your neat, basically your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, is not going to work in conjunction with what you're doing throughout the day. That makes sense. So ultimately, you're not going to move as much. So you may skip taking the stairs. You may take the elevator or the lift instead. You may not go out for lunch for a walk. You may just sit down and order lunch from somewhere else, somewhere else because you're exhausted from your session which means you're not going to move as much throughout the day. So you may, in the end, be burning less calories, and it may be harder to drop body fat that way. Oh, so man, it's that's... not always the all and end all. H-I-I-T, not always the be all and end all when it comes to fat burning. It's that simple. That's exactly right. And H-I-I-T, it is what it says it is. It's high-intensity training, right? So, uh, the, 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 you know, everything comes at a price, and um, that is a very good point you made there. Um, it's... If you think about the accumulative effect, right, when it comes to, like, consistency and people getting results. Now, the people I get results with, um, with clients and even people online, um, it's the people who are consistent with the simple things I put in place for them. The really, really, really simple things, like Andrew was just mentioning then, like, moving more. So, for example, if they got sedentary jobs, do an extra 20-minute walk a day. Or, like Andrew was saying then, you can even take it back a step from there. Don't get the lifting work. You know, for example, I had someone who works in a high-story building, top floor, 
take the stairs or at least get a get a I mean get a you know take the stairs or take the stairs down or whatever it is so you're increasing like Andrew said then you're increasing your movement um, and it's the simple things like that which overall let's look at a space of a week are going to burn more calories now the thing is with high intensity training and the science behind it um, it is great and it's great to use as a tool right so um, high intensity interval training for example I'll do and I'll, I'll use with clients as well I'll do um, like leading up to my last show um, once again I learned, learned this from the mind pump guys I would never have known this before because for shows in the past and for shoots I've done like high intensity training for like six to eight weeks solid and what's happened is I've run myself into the ground um, yep. and then obviously my body's adapted in a way which is probably not ideal um, without going too much into that though Last time for my show, I'd done uh, just like a three-week bout of high-intensity training. So I'll give you an example. All I'd done is like two or three sessions of cycling. And all I was doing is I was going as hard as I possibly can, like my life depended on it, for 30 seconds. And then I would rest as long as I wanted. And I repeat that six times. Now, on paper, I think that's the most, that is the most um, effective uh, type of interval training, really, where you do six sets of 30 seconds all out, whether it's sprinting on the treadmill, a cycle on the bike, rowing, rest as long as you want. And now that's the thing, see, people, they don't rest long enough. Um, and, no. they, and, you know, it's not, it's not even high-intensity training a lot of the time what people are doing. So it's great to use a tool if you do it properly. Because they're not pushing themselves to that max limit, right? Mm. Exactly. When you're, you're giving yourself enough time to recover in between those, those bouts of exercise, then it is high-intensity, right? Because you're pushing exactly. yourself to, to your absolute limits. So. That's right. Um, and how do you feel about, like, cha- you, Obviously, I said earlier about like when I was going into these sessions before CrossFit, or even like training strength training or bodybuilding that I used to do. Like I was always chasing the ache, mm. and you know, let's let's get it straight now. Like aching isn't always an indicator of having a good session in the gym. No, almost the opposite. Mm. Yeah, well, one of my muscles tender, right? It, it generally means you cause damage to stimulate some growth, mm-hmm. right? But um, you know, it may be t- when it becomes painful to touch, like for days after, that means you may have taken things too far, right? You may have overtrained, and you've done done yourself more harm than good, mm. right? So, um, ultimately, you want to with your routine, you want you might want to dial things back a little if that's happening all the time. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to do that with CrossFit. You're not going to be able to dial things back. No. You're always going to have to because your body's adapting. You're always going to have to keep pushing harder. Mm. Pushing harder and pushing harder, and where where are you going to end up then? Mm. That's it. You how do you, how do you continue to progress? Because someone's got to give us yeah. some point, right? And most of the time, exactly. I, I wanted that. Wanted to watch this. Uh, yeah, it's come, come back to me now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say about um, what kind of pushed me to do like that video for some reason, and like and just like I'm I'm honest with people. You know, when people ask my opinion on on things like CrossFit, F45, and high intensity style training. You know, I've experienced, and you've probably had this as well, lots of people who've been injured and they've came to me, that's they've right. gone, that's it, they, instead of instead of hiring a trainer straight away, which is sometimes a better option if you can if you can hire a good trainer, like myself or Andrew, mm. um, nah, if you can hire a good trainer, <laughs> um, uh, rather than going into something like that, if, you, if you're starting from square one, because they've come to me with injuries, like, you know, like um, one person done, done her, um, her knee in, so it was like a, a meniscus cartilage in the knee or something, I can't remember what it was, uh, I had a, f- a, few, a few guys and women actually who'd done their shoulders, so they'd actually injured their shoulders, their lower, lower back's a really common one as well actually, because that's more of like a, it's a repetitive kind of um, accumulative thing where they've been doing the, like we said, those wads and doing the CrossFit workouts or wherever it is, F45, lots of repetitions, lots of repetitions, and obviously they've got imbalancements, which like, you know, muscular 
imbalancements um, which haven't been addressed and then they're just basically cementing in those patterns and then before you know it they're doing like I don't know squats and they're doing like I don't know let's just say a minute of squats and uh, boom something goes because their form their form is is nowhere near optimal um, and it's only a matter of time then before they get injured so that for me was like I just wanted to make people aware that it's you know it's really not ideal um, in terms of injury and, and long-term uh, effects on the body really but there are good and things also, to be said about it. Also, on going coming in with that, also you you probably work with people who have um, who poor metabolisms from doing it as well because mm. they're always pushing that intensity so um, and lowering their calories or eating in a deficit when they increase in intensity over time, mm. and that's quote unquote going to damage their metabolism. So then you have to tell that person, whether it be woman uh, or man or child that they're going to have to back off on their training and ease off for a, for maybe um, maybe even a year mm. just to build their metabolism back up and for build sure. their calories Now, how do you tell someone with that mentality and that, that psychology when it comes to training that, hey, yeah. you're going to have to cut down to maybe one to two strength training sessions a week yep. and not go all out every day? Yeah, exactly. That, that's a kick in the nuts for them, mate, and that's it a is. hard one to muster. It is, yeah, for sure. But the thing is, like, like I said earlier, if, if they started the way you just mentioned then, straight off the bat, you know, where they just, okay, build the strength up, because strength training, folks, I mean, um, and I wanted to shout out uh, the CrossFit gym here as well in Maroubra, mm. um, that our mate runs, it's a really, really good one, um, it's one of the best ones uh, in Sydney, for sure, um, they do a lot of phasing, where they'll phase like strength, mm. they'll, you know, which is a good way to do it, but strength training is, I, I get the best results with clients um, who do strength training, because um, it puts a lot of stress on the body. So as we were saying, it's you know it's a stress on the body. It really it really demands a lot out of the nervous system because you're lifting heavy weights and you're, you're building the connective tissue. So the, the you know one of the purpose one of the main um, benefits from doing strength training is it's actually going to strengthen the connective tissue, which which um, you know like the ligaments, tendons, cartilage, all that kind of stuff, which attach onto the muscle, um, which then will um, benefit you more when you move on to bodybuilding stuff training then when you're doing more like the 8 to 12 rep range um, but Andrew was saying earlier about aching and about um, about busting your balls and actually chasing the pain which is what I've done for years and years and years also and if you are you know aching after your session and you feel a bit tender that's great but having the mentality of um, just like I used to for example when I used to train legs when I used to do like split routine training um, absolutely annihilate my legs crawl out of the gym uh, and then I'd be, I couldn't walk for the best part of a week. For example, when I went to New York to visit um, Andrew, I hadn't done legs for like two weeks because it was just after my competition. Andrew put me through one of his standard leg sessions, which for him wasn't too bad, but for me, wiped the floor with me. Couldn't walk for like six, seven days. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, I've done, uh, I've done what I need to do. But in reality, the body is going to prioritize um, repairing your muscles and recovery over muscle growth. So over time, it's in fact, it's going to impede and it's going to be, um, it's going to slow down the muscle rhythm pro, uh, uh, process um, in comparison to doing the whole body and just doing it in a clever way. We're doing it with good technique and you may be hitting the body parts more often, you know, so. That's it. Yeah. And you, I'm glad you kind of mentioned coaches. Obviously, you've got uh, our friend Jake Gibbon in Sydney. My cousin has a great boxing in Bristol as well. But, um, mm. you know, there's good and bad coaches in every profession. Like we see them regularly when it comes to personal training as well and just a normal gym so we're not just bagging on crossfit having bad coaches you know in crossfit if you are a coach like you want to try and promote like quality movement before intensity and you may want to offer like different kind of classes on the side that are more one-to-one -one and more personal so people can kind of develop their technique 
um, and become a better CrossFitter or a better sports person, right? Mm. You want to encourage people to pace and beware their their breathing. Again, improve strength um, and also improve their aerobic capacity. If it, you know, if that in relation to like doing these metcons and and wads and things like that, and to pace themselves. Like I think that's the main thing because if you're not pacing yourself and you're you're not focusing on form and technique, then you can get injured and that's going to put you out long term anyway. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's it, see? Um, and that's it. You know, people get, they'll get sucked into the high-intensity stuff because guess what? You're going to get results, right? So feels this, good as well. It makes you feel good, mate. Right, that's so right. right. Definitely. There's something Both to be said. Good. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely something to be said about that as well, what it does to you mentally. Um, mm. Most likely, the chances are you're going to get more of a mental high and a kick from mm. suffering. You it's do. just life in general, isn't it? Let's think about it. I know it's yeah. a, bit, a bit far-fetched, but it seems to me the people who are most successful, the real game-changers in this world, are the ones who have suffered the most one way or another. So if you're going into a training session, you're pushing yourself, suffering, then afterwards, just like it's, it's, it's almost like your body goes into survival mode sometimes because it's that hard. So like you finish that's a session, similar. it's like I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's similar to your <laughs> mentality, right? When you like doing physique shows, right? Like you exactly. used to have that mentality. The more I suffer, the harder I've worked. Exactly. The more I deserve to be where I, where I, where I am. Yeah. Because I'm sure the same mentality that people <clears throat> go into like a CrossFit session, right? I'm gonna that, that's right. Hard. That's my balls. I'm going to kill myself today. Yeah, exactly. Break myself off the floor, kick myself out the door, boot myself out the back. That's it, exactly. <laughs> I say uh, I'm going to I'm going to put myself, make sure I leave here in a sling, so I've like completely dislocated my shoulder doing kip pull-ups. I want to really do a number <laughs> on myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you was, it just had a, a moment then. I just remembered about something you said then. Ah, oh, what were you just saying then? Um, it's something you brushed over in, in a, a podcast previously, but um, I've lost it now. It was to do with, um, yeah, that mentality. Oh, anyway, let's forget about that. I'm not, I'm not on my game today. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, let's yeah, talk but, about the let's talk about the plus the plus points then, right? Yeah. Okay. Right? One more thing. Though, I want to slate one more thing. <laughs> Well, no, 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 just one, one more quick thing about um, just just metabolism, right? Because you were saying about um, you, you said it quickly then, but I just want to elaborate a bit on cardio and high intensity training, what it does to the metabolism. Now you're manually burning calories, so if you do a CrossFit class, for example, or an F45, and guess what? You're going to burn more calories than what um, Andrew and I would burn ourselves doing a session in the gym, or what we would put our clients through. You're most likely, not most likely, you're guaranteed automatically, yes, you're going to burn more calories at the time in that session, yeah. right? Because you're, you're going hell forever, right? But when you look at lifting weights and doing it properly, build a muscle um, with good form, mobility, doing the mobility stuff prior to lifting, so you're activating the right muscles and whatnot, um, your, your metabolism is elevated for up to three days afterwards. So your metabolism is going to be roaring for a good 10 to 12 hours after as your body is trying to you know um repair your muscle your muscle tissue and stuff and and whatnot so um all in all manually when you build a muscle just to keep muscle on your body you have to burn more calories so you're going to burn much more calories and elevate your metabolism more build a long-term healthy metabolism if you're focusing on doing say for example low intensity cardio like walking using hit as a tool lifting weights properly as opposed to continuously doing high intensity training your, your metabolism um, if anything will slow down and um, not burn calories as efficiently as efficiently when you're at rest so just bear that in mind sorry mate you're going to say that no it's fine There's, that's, that goes down to encouraging like long term progression as well what you're saying there right yes thank you long term progression strong health metabolism over time and again we're always caught up in the, the fitness industry into a quick fix so mm. when you go from sitting on the couch or doing another modality of training you go into CrossFit no doubt you probably get yourself 
losing a lot of body fat straight away, but how long will that last? Mm. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get stuck somewhere. I'm You're sure. going to get stuck somewhere, and you've experienced that, right? How many times have you seen that with clients? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm with myself as well, so... Exactly, and that's it. And it's got and Andrew and I are doing this uh, all the time. See, I'm um, going through the repair process, so almost like someone will come to me. They've done. Um, oh, I hate to see, keep saying it, but they've done some sort of high intensity training, right? I know we're going to get some positives after this, folks. Just just bear with us. Um, <laughs> but so um, what's it called? Um, yeah, so. They'll come to me and like they're basically because they've been in a calorie deficit, so they've been eating a particular way. Not necessarily paleo diet, because I wanted to mention the paleo diet actually, as far as diets go, and I hate using that word. Andrew and I just, you know, obviously we, we try and get people to mold it into a lifestyle, and that's the way it should be. But if you're going to use the word diet and, and look at different ones, keto, paleo, slim and wool, whatever, um, the paleo diet definitely um, has, has got the most positives, I would say, because it's based on um, healthy whole food. Um, diet way of eating, eating plenty of veg, eating um, you know good quality animal proteins, uh, some fruit and whatnot, um, cutting out gluten and dairy, which which does work wonders for a lot of people because pro-inflammatory foods um, over time can lead to um, serious seriously bad health conditions. Not to mention weight gain, which is why we're facing a you know like an obesity epidemic. So went off and went a little bit there, but yeah, I just wanted to just brush through the, the paleo diet and explain to, to you what it is because Andrew mentioned it earlier on. Um, and yeah, so uh, so that's that. So people have come to Andrew and I sometimes as clients, and they have been cutting their calories or yo-yo dieting, so to speak, where they've you know they're rebounding, and it's hard to sustain a low-calorie diet, um, and it's it's not ideal for the metabolism because you're not feeding it enough, so you're not giving it an excuse to be um, elevated because you're not putting you're not you know you, why that it doesn't make any sense, does it, for your metabolism to speed up and and um, you know, become more healthy when you're not putting enough nutrients into it. But then it's a case of rebuilding people then. So getting people to have more calories, do some strength training and slow down with that stuff, as Andrew was saying earlier. So um, that's a very common thing for Andrew and I as trainers is building people's metabolism back up by doing strength training and eating more calories. So and that can bring me into a good point of a positive of CrossFit, because um, you mentioned yo-yo dieting there, and yo-yo dieting is prevalent in, in in females, very prevalent in females because there's a stigma around women that they need to be slim and they need to be in shape, right? So hmm. what CrossFit has done as a sport has definitely increased the amount of females that participate in weightlifting. Hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Increased participation massively, right, for women who squat, deadlift, and, and, and do whatever else. Mm. They're doing CrossFit right right now, um, and the, the physiques are phenomenal. You can't take that away from them. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's that's a great point. Um, going into the positives now is um, that's one of the main ones is the fact that it's got um, women over the barrier of actually, if I lift heavy weights, I am going to end up like Arnie. Now the chance would be a fine thing. Yeah, exactly. I want to tell. Like end up like Arnie. We've been trying about fifty years and I don't know. get anywhere near. So it don't, it don't happen. Exactly. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, but no, that's it. It's like, um, so, yeah, just That's like, the biggest opposition as a trainer, right? When you're dealing with a female client and they come to you on a consultation or first session or whatever, and that's just definitely majority of the time, that's what they say. Yeah, for sure. It's so refreshing when you have a, a woman come to you and say, I want to get strong and I want to lift weights. Oh, I know. I know. It's it just great. makes your job so, so much easier. Makes you don't have, to so have much a easier. conversation with them. You know? Oh, exactly. So that's an amazing thing to be taken out of CrossFit. You know, um, getting people lifting weights, you know, full stop is, is a great thing, but especially women. It's broadened uh, the horizon with that. But um, 
also there's loads of good things to say about it like we were saying before you know um if, if you enjoy it great right because that's one of the most important things when it comes to um you know training or anything you're doing in life you've got to take some enjoyment from it so if you enjoy it great also if it gets you it's great if it gets you moving um you know crossfit f45 if you want to do that you enjoy it um it's going to get you moving going to get you burning calories it's going to improve your state of health right um at least short even if it is short term it's going to improve um your situation if you're gone from being a couch potato um you know and, and eating the wrong foods to maybe on a paleo diet doing the high intensity stuff yeah you're going to get good results but um that's going to be great short term but not not always optimal long term that's all we're saying yeah so that's the simple as man it's kind of revolutionary is the way people um train across the world right so it's given them different anomalies and 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 it's showed shown that you you too can do methods of training that you only see in elite sports mm. You can now come to a CrossFit gym, and you can do these exercises, right? Definitely, you're seeing yeah. If in arena or you see in elite sports, that's right. And that's transferred now over to the just a normal global gym, right? So that's great. Where you're seeing all these movements now, you're not just seeing machine weights and people on treadmills and cross trainers. Mm. You're now seeing these people doing deadlifts, getting in the squat rack, mm. doing lunges, doing clean snatches. So it's great to see in that in a positive light, as long as it's not causing them to do it incorrectly and, and get injured and get hurt over it. Mm, yeah, exactly. That's it. So it's, fi- it's fine that one modality works works for you, and it's just like, um, in terms of what Andrew and I recommend to people and stuff, um, you know, because sometimes we'll, we'll give them, I don't know, stuff to do in their own time or recommendations, even if it's something like, you know, yoga or meditation or whatever it is, but, like, it, it never, never do I ever um, recommend to people to go and do high intensity training it's just not it's not going to benefit it's going to be if anything counterproductive on what we're not actually as a trying beginner, to achieve right? yeah yeah not as a beginner not as a beginner no no you know exactly you That's said users as you said earlier about using it as a tool high intensity training every so often yeah. like you're an experienced and advanced trainer right so that's it it's, it's a good idea for someone who's a beginner they they um they they may be better off just going for a walk for sure yeah like, Absolutely. And look at the book, the book you recommended to me, Wired to Eat. Uh, what is it? The four pillars of health, isn't it? Like food, sleep, movement, and social connections. So social connections, when it comes to going to these group classes or CrossFit or F45 or wherever it is, you get a group of people, um, you know, you're, you're interacting with people, you're building social connections, which is vital for overall health, longevity, you know, for, for everything really. So that is a great great plus positive side to be taken out of it uh, it does build communities which is, is exceptionally great I think but that can also be a, a bad thing as well in terms of group settings whether it's in a normal gym or a CrossFit gym is that obviously it encourages um, I can't even think of the word now eh? my brain's my brain's shutting down um, that's alright you ready for oh, bed encourages <laughs> encourages bed. social encourages competition. competition yeah yeah but that can then force people not to pace themselves and force people to do exercises with shitty form. Yes, exactly. So that that's kind of a negative about group group setting. Plus, when you've coached group settings in the past, you may have noticed that you haven't been able to focus on individual uh, persons like um, technique or anything like that as much as you would like to have, yeah. especially when the technique is poor, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of a negative. Yes, it encourages that group atmosphere is great to get people moving and keep people into exercise but we've also got to look at that the negative size of any group setting whether it's a normal gym or crossfit mm. sometimes it can encourage bad technique and sometimes that coach isn't giving them um, that individual attention that they need 
Exactly, and you were saying because you've had your own experience, right? I know we're we're probably like uh, dangerously competitive, right, Andrew and I, because of sports yeah. and whatnot. But you know, a lot of people are really competitive, and that's one of the main motivators for them to to go in and do in this kind of training, right? Um, but you were but saying you, yourself, I remember you said in the last episode that you would compete against the guy next to you, for example, right? So yeah. you're very competitive, and you would bust your balls, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, of course, man. My technique wasn't nailed down. Yeah, there we are. And you've been oh, a trainer for X amount of time. So. Yeah, exactly, man. But Olympic lifting is a different modality altogether, right? It's easy for me to go in the gym and lift weights correctly, mm-hmm. squat deadlifts. When it comes to like other other Olympic lifts, like snatches, mm-hmm. cleans, things like that, and I'm doing them for 30 to 40 reps, mm-hmm. my technique isn't spot on, and I'm trying to beat the guy next to me. Mm-hmm. That's a big issue. And you got to look at these guys who are <coughs> in CrossFit Games like they are genetic freaks. Yes, exactly. Hard workers, genetic freaks, and they've just got the full package, haven't they, really? Because they've got the strength, the power, they've got the endurance. I mean, you have to work on that, right? Because normally you're genetically gifted in, um, like, for example, me and you, we're more like sprinters, right? Genetically, or more kind of like anaerobic. Um, So for me, I've done like half marathons and stuff like that, and I had to really bust my balls to like be able to do, because I'm very competitive once again. So I've done, I think my fastest one was under 90 minutes, my half marathon, Um, but I'm not built for that. So these CrossFit um, athletes, like, I mean, I just wanted to shout them out, man. Like, and especially my mate who, uh, we uh, actually, Mike Catheris is his name. He's got his own CrossFit gym back home. Um, He, he, put a, a long comment on um, the thing I put on Facebook, the video, and I thought at first, I thought, crap, I, I hope I haven't hit him on a personal level, but I messed him, and it's all good. He was just, like, obviously, he had some of his members questioning him, oh, you know, look at what this guy said, is that true? And he's just basically put, give his opinion, and to be fair, he made some really valid points, actually. Um, but I was just going to say, him, for example, people like him, mate, he's, I mean, he's an ex-rugby player, but he's ridiculous, mate. I mean, like, the shape on him, the, the package he has, like, power, endurance, but Look at the CrossFit Games and stuff on Netflix, man. I was watching it. I was like, like you said, some of the women, man. The women are just like insane. They're so lean, but they have like a decent amount of mass as well. Um, maybe at that level, though, like I think at that level for, for an average woman to look at, um, it's not necessarily um, an, an aspiring shape sometimes for the women because I think they look great to me. But I think for a woman, because they're like the elite level, they've got quite a lot of mass, right? Um, but they look great to me. But I think um, with the guys, the guys wouldn't say... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Everyone things differently. So for some women, it may be something they want to achieve. Other women, no. So that's that's fine. Like, go what you want to you want to look like. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You are individual. You're an individual person. You're not going to look the same. I'm not not going to look the same as you. You're not going to look. Yeah, going to look the same as me. So exactly. Well, the next stand next to you. So just work on your own physique and your own body. That's exactly it. And that's why Andrew and I always say to you know try and be in tune with your health. Like try and make healthier choices most of the time. I know it sounds it sounds we make it sound easy. It's ten times harder than it than we say it is. Obviously to get you going, um, but it's, it's 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 really easy in terms of being consistent with with making healthier choices most of the time. It's not easy for the average Joe, but to get into the good habits, you can get into them just like we've picked up all these bad habits over time. You know, Andrew and I have, everyone has bad habits, but we've built up good habits when it comes to you know food and sleep and stuff, which are the most important pieces, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, but just to catch, just to catch, go, go on, mate. No, go on. What's your thoughts? They have great advertising saying, yeah, we're the, the fittest on earth. What's your thoughts on that? Fittest on earth? Well, we'll see because I think CrossFit will be in the Olympics soon. I really think. What do you think on that? Yeah, possibly, mate. I think so, mate. I don't see why not. So I think that then we'll see. I <laughs> think the fittest on yeah. earth. But it's, it's, it's difficult it's, to say. It's, 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 it's the fittest on earth at CrossFit, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? 
just That's... got to say, if you took each of these guys individually out of CrossFit and put them into yeah. maybe a swimming event or gymnastics, yeah, exactly. would they be able to compete with no, these guys for are sure. at that big level at gymna- you know, gymnastics? Exactly. That's no offense to the guys in CrossFit. They, like we said, they, like I'd love to be on the level they are in terms of their skill level and how fit they are, but them to claim to be the fittest on earth is probably a step too far, but for yeah, yeah. advertising purposes and to get people attracted to the sport and people watching and people attending CrossFit boxes is pretty smart. Fantastic, yeah, really, really smart. Definitely, I think it goes on how, how do you define fit, but it's like, you know, because like you said, if you get into a pool uh, and, you, you know, it, it, there's all these different aspects in there, but it depends how you de- define fit, but like if you look at, I can see, you know, marketing is a great marketing uh, statement if you like, but also I can see how they, they, they can actually because they're, they're all-rounders, right? They're lifting weights, they're doing long-distance running, they're combining a lot of things, compacting it, which is what CrossFit is, right? So, yeah, but that that is a rich statement to see if, like, fit is yeah, uh, in the world. So you got on the uh, track and field, like decathlon and things like that. Exactly, mate. So, you know, so it's... Uh, That's it. But hats off to a man, honestly, to those those CrossFit athletes, man. I swear I do admire them because, like, it is blood, sweat, and tears, and it takes... Hey, some of those workouts made for I don't know who um, organizes it, but they are brute. They in the cro- CrossFit games, they are brutal workouts. Hey, I'm sure they're looking to kill someone. Oh, they're time, premeditated. Like they are really it's, going to town on people there. They're <laughs> not playing games. Destroy them if you're sorry for them. I know. It's almost like how can they top it? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. oh, how can we continue it? <laughs> can we get a death this year? Or exactly, that's it. So that's, the, that's probably the only issue. I know that's probably the only issue with the Olympics. I think they've got the money and they've got everything else they need to jump into it. Because that, mm. that you've got to look at it from a business model as well. It's it's awesome. I mean, come on, look how clever that is. Oh, Combining really? something like the paleo diet, which is bloody healthy, like I said, anyway, for most people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's it's a great business model. So I've got to give that yeah. to them as well. That's, that's another perfect point, right? We can still add that to the mm-hmm. list. <laughs> there you go. We're getting, <laughs> We're getting there, slowly. But yeah, um, I think we'll have to summarize now, right, mate? Um, I was yeah, just gonna, unless there's anything you wanted to mention quickly before don't, we, don't do CrossFit <laughs> don't do CrossFit don't do, do F45 exactly. if you see yourself doing it long term and it's going to give you the right results then I'm all for it and it's going to get people active and people healthy and people moving then why not try it out but for us like as personal trainers and experienced guys you know we see like long term benefits of other modalities of training and eating so we're going to support that way. You know, we'll we'll see the positives and we'll push people in the right direction when it comes to training if they want to try this out. But there are easier and better ways, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, like there's a few things I'd like to say. What I would like to say uh, in regards to doing that kind of training is like, um, it's very easy. It, it's very easy to overlook this, and it's it's hard for anyone, right? Because we're basically. Um, we live on short, like short-term pleasures. That's how we, that's how we function as humans, right? It's a survival thing. Always looking for that short-term fix and for, you know, these pleasures daily. But if you look at the long, long-term, bigger picture when you're doing it, that's all I would say is yes, okay, you might be listening to this now and you, you're doing that kind of training. You've got lean, you've got good results. But in terms of like how you look and bone density, um, mobility, keeping your body in good tact for later down the line, and actually keeping your body looking good later down the line you're much better off um, really trying to find balance so okay yeah if you enjoy doing that kind of training maybe you could do that once or twice a week but maybe find time to do stuff like mobility yoga that kind of stuff because 
most of the time people who do this as Andrew said before who do this kind of training are the people that actually need the opposite so I can't therefore I must right that's something I always tell myself now because what I struggle with is relaxing so um, meditation I must I, I find it really hard to do I can't therefore I must right so if you're thinking now oh, I don't know about yoga I'm not sure about meditation oh you know I'm not sure about you know maybe coming off electrics before bed because you're checking emails or whatever coming off your electronics like an hour or two before bed these simple tools to help you relax get enough sleep um, are going to be really really important firstly for performance secondly for how you look and then thirdly later down the line you know for overall health and longevity so um, just remember I can't therefore I must if you're doing high intensity stuff the chances are most of the time you may want to balance it out by doing the other stuff as well so yeah. And yeah. just and just phase it into your training. Maybe just do it for four to six weeks, then move to another modality such as strength or hypertrophy. Exactly, great Simple, stuff. And then come back to it another twelve weeks down the line. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So using it as a tool, like anything in life, really. Yeah, use it as a tool. For example, just just go into like um, habits. I'm addicted to coffee, right? So what about you, Drew? Same. Man. I get, I had that month off. Um, I've done it before. It felt great. Gone back into it, and now I'm addicted again. It's crazy. Man. It's it just crazy. Controls me. Controls you, yeah, exactly. And it doesn't sound like people are probably listening, thinking, coffee, come on, guys, are you serious? But it is a stimulant, right? So it's just like a drug. It's like a, a mild drug, which I, that is my short. So I have two coffees a day, and that's a staple part of my day, and I rely on those two th on those two coffees every single day, or maybe not on the weekend as much, but on a working day, I rely on those things. So for ex that, that's like a, a bad habit that's formed. It's not necessarily a bad habit, but I, I, what I was trying to get to is using it as a tool. So what I want to do, what I keep saying I'm going to do, and I've been saying it for years, is like, for like three weeks, <laughs> three weeks coffee, three weeks without. It's the same goes for anything. Strength training, three or four weeks, we want something else. You know, you can use everything as a tool, right? So. But again, you get addicted to that feeling, right? You probably get addicted to the feeling you have after you have a coffee. You know, mm -hmm. people get addicted to the feeling they have after they do a high-intensity session because it is a great. Definitely, man. We're pleasure-seeking machines. That's what we are, right? Pleasure. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what we're searching for. Exactly. But it's yeah, like like you said, then it's just that that little rush of dopamine you get, or wherever it is, endorphins, and you're just chasing that fix. Not always a bad thing, but it's just being mindful, right? So. Awesome, yeah. And on that note, um, my Build Your Best Body training program, um, you can you can find it on my uh, Instagram actually. If you uh, click the link there, but yeah, just go onto my website as well. Um, it's Martin Silver, Martin-Silver.co.uk. Go to the online fitness section, and you'll find my uh, my nine-week training program. You'll find my nine-week training program there, and uh, it's based on lifting weights properly, basically, and you get insane results. But um, yeah, go check Andrew out as well on uh, on Instagram at Mr. Bond Fitness. Uh, thanks for chiming in for the second time, mate. And uh, it looks like this one's recorded, buddy. So fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed, man. Thank you, man. Enjoy awesome, that. Awesome, mate. Thanks a lot, mate. I'll speak to you soon, buddy. No oh, sorry, Bye. guys and girls. Go and give me a rating over on iTunes. Five stars, please, and a good rating. Be a ma sorry, a good review. Be a massive help. Thank you. Signing out. <laughs>